Hello everyone, my name is Furcon, and we have Adam here. Hey. Hey. Um, this is Burp. It stands for the Bankrupt Unemployed Rejected Pilot Podcast because the industry is not good whatsoever. COVID-19 took a pretty big toll on us. <laughs> <laughs> it did indeed. Um, we are pilots and we love flying. We've been flying for two and a half years. We started in September of 2018 and our experience in flight school was was something, man. Uh, oh, it's amazing two and a half years, but definitely did not go according to plan for anyone. <laughs> no, sir. <It> was... <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, join flight school in a couple of years. You'll have your commercial pilot's license. You might have a job with Air Canada. No problem, right? Yeah, you know, you, you, we started the program. You know, you're supposed to have your private pilot's license by that Christmas. <laughs> In four months, that did not happen for anyone. No. Well, I guess to sum it up, you had the the two years. Year one was essentially, um, we had three flight schools in the city. One of them went under, and the other one <laughs> lost almost all of its planes in illegal action. Yeah, so. And the third one had to take on all the students, so no one could really fly because there were too many students, not enough planes. And then year two... After the you know after that it calmed down we got COVID. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, it's been it's been a rough few years, but you know Adam. However, even through all of that, passed his commercial pilot flight test. So congratulations, Adam. How long has yeah. it been since then? Thank you. Oh, um, I finished that about mid September. Mid September. Yeah. So. Wow, so that's quite some time ago. But yeah, around four months ago. Amen. Now yeah. I'm just doing the, the time building. I can um, not spend as much money. I can just sort of relax and just do flights uh, gradually now. Mm -hmm. So in, in your opinion, how was your experience through flight school from start to finish? Just the whole thing, program yep. start to finish, um, absolutely amazing. Like, I, I, I would not change it for anything. I agree. Like, yeah. But amazing people had ridiculously amazing experiences um we could talk about that after but yeah like you know that's part of the journey was all the hiccups that we had to go through but we went through it all as as a bunch of friends that we're going to keep for the rest of our lives and i would not give that up yeah unless you know we're we get we exhibit some of the hazardous attitudes and end up uh, in, yes. in a ditch somewhere <laughs> Fingers crossed. I hope not, right? Yeah, yeah, me. <laughs> Oof. I'm just, I'm just remembering uh, Mika getting chewed out on his flight test for being too cocky. <laughs> right. So, uh, a little context. Um, there's this one kid in our class, <laughs> Mika. He, um, he, he's, he's a cocky fella. He's, uh... he's, he's he's a little short, so he might have a little bit of Napoleon syndrome, so he tries to make up for it in other ways. Awesome, awesome guy, though. But yeah, on his flight test, he did quite well, but apparently, normally when you do the flight test, you land, you have a, like a half-hour debrief where they talk about the maneuvers. Um, his half-hour debrief was just about the instructor telling him not to be so fucking cocky. <laughs> that, that's a pity, to him. too. Yeah. <laughs> because the 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 flight examiner is the nicest guy you'll ever meet. Oh yeah, he, yeah, 
lands. He's so chill, so I could I would pay to see what that flight test was like. <laughs> yeah, how was your experience? Because you ended up buying uh yeah, what's your story there? It was uh, you and three other people bought a plane. Yep. And then um <laughs> one of them sneezed, ended up in a car accident and couldn't <laughs> use the plane. <laughs> care to elaborate for people <laughs> all right so um september 2018 i started flying i was getting the hang of it you know it was a lot of information to take in at first i think adam can agree there um oh, yeah. so the the flight school so our college had contrast with three flight schools in the ottawa area right so the one i was at was different from the one adam was at the one i was at was shady as hell and <laughs> to say the least yeah to say the least and um a couple months flying with that school uh they went under right so they didn't give the students heads up they didn't um like faci- facilitate for the students to transfer anywhere else right and it's like oh you gave us money f- for like a like a credit for an account oh that's gone yeah it's all gone and I don't think they got refunds either. But uh, the the people in our program were pay-as-you-go rather than, like, just deposit a bunch of money into your account. But that's a, that, that's a different story. Uh, they went under. So a couple of classmates and I were like, yo, the plane availability in Ottawa is scarce. You know, it's like we might not be able to finish in time. So we bought a plane. In order to do to do our flight training, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's that that's idea. that story. But <laughs> one of them, one of my uh, the partners that went in on the plane with me, he kind of sneezed while driving, and he rear-ended someone because he wasn't paying attention after the sneeze. <laughs> and then what happened next? <laughs> um, I actually don't remember. If you remember, you I can think say, he. He got a concussion, which is not funny, but oh, he got a concussion, <laughs> and then he, he like lost his medical, so he couldn't fly for a while. Yes, so poor yeah, poor guy got a concussion while driving because he sneezed. Um, but now he's 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 doing well, so um, I'm I'm telling him to go out and fly. So yeah, so you know it's a good investment. He bought a plane a year ago. One of these days he's going to be able to fly it. <laughs> Yeah, lots of um, these little little stories in the in those two years, which is amazing. One of them that um, yeah, this was like at the there was a bunch of things that were supposed to happen during this program that did not happen. One of them, which was hyped up to no end, uh, was this thing called the Vancouver trip, where you take like four or five different planes, you know, a dozen people or so, and then you leave ottawa and then you airport hop every day for like a week until you actually get all the way across canada and you end up in vancouver or not vancouver per se but you end up in an airport really close to vancouver so you fly through the rockies and all this and you know when we first heard about this it's like holy crap you know sign me up it's like six seven grand totally worth it and then um because of all the crap the flight schools were going through um that didn't happen so that was sort of just like all of a sudden, like, nope, that's not happening because 
a lot of us like got our peep got our private pilot licenses done early like as fast as possible so that we could go on this trip and then ended up uh, not happening unfortunately but we made up for it though like uh, a lot of people went had their uh, 300 like this long trip that you have to do as part of training where you go like 300 miles away from um, Ottawa some people went to Ramuski which is like pretty much down the St. Lawrence and you're basically at the ocean almost. Literally um, middle of nowhere, Quebec. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's another story with Mika and Vince, but like Cam- Cameron and I, we had an interesting one. We went from Ottawa down to New York City. Like we flew down the um, the Hudson and then we like flew around the Statue of Liberty uh, past the World Trade Center. Like, you know, we kept our distance. <laughs> And then uh, went all the way close to Philadelphia, and we had like engine troubles, weather issues. That's like a story for another day. So much stuff happened, but you know, like people made up for a lot of the stuff that went wrong in the program with you know a lot of these awesome trips. Did you feel like Sunny, uh, Sully, Sully, while uh, flying through the Hudson Corridor? Oh man, like <laughs> we're flying a forty-five-year-old Cessna one seventy-two. Um, that we ended up having engine issues with later on in that flight. And as we're flying over the Hudson, we're only doing like 1,200 feet as per regulation in that area. And Cameron and I are just talking to each other like, if our engine fails right now, we are actually screwed. There is absolutely nowhere to land in the middle of New York City. (laughs) We hit the water, we're doing a front flip. We land on the ground, we're hitting a car or a tree. So (laughs) there's like... Just didn't think about it. It's just like, okay, if we have an engine failure, well, I guess we'll have to do a water landing, but that was really apparent. <laughs> but it didn't happen, so that was good. Engine failures, because of actual mechanical problems, are super rare. Um, mm-hmm. I think the number one cause of engine failures in general aviation, at least, is just too much air in the tanks. They Pilots don't do their due, due diligence and run out of gas. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, or, um, yeah, so pretty much always human error on the pilot side. Like, mixture lean too much, or you've completely ruined your mags by having the mixture too rich for too long, or <laughs> turning the mags off mid flight, or something like that. <laughs> why, why would anyone do that? <laughs> Wait a second. We, come on, you, you've, you've seen all these videos on YouTube where it's like new people flying, or, you know, people who've been flying a while, and it's like, oh my god, what are they doing? Yeah. There's a lot of interesting pilots out there. So yeah, like, well, yeah, you know, sometimes people turn the mags off or there was this one video I saw where I'm surprised the guy even let this video get put out. It's like this guy, student pilot on his solo, is like landing on this big runway and it's not too bad. He's a little fast. He's floating, but then he touches down left of center line and it's like, okay, this is, you know, you just turn right a little bit. He just lets the plane slide all the way to the left off the runway at full speed while he, you know, he starts hitting the runway lights, those signs, the taxiway signs, which are huge. He starts slamming into those, goes into the grass. You hear the aircraft suspension getting destroyed. Bump, 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 bump. He's not doing anything. He's just, like, just holding onto the controls, doing nothing. And then finally, the aircraft nose wheel has enough. It collapses. The airplane doesn't, does, like, a face plant. With like a 90 degree tombstone it stays there for a second and then finally <laughs> rolls back and you know as a pilot there's a just checklist for this you know it's like okay secure the engine mags off make sure the fuel's off get the fire extinguisher out you know make sure the engine's not on fire 
the first thing this guy does is he just looks, turns around, <laughs> looks at the camera, gives like an oh no kind of face, just grabs the camera and just turns it off. Sad. If I'll stop recording, no one would see. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing with that um, at at the oh, button builder. I know exactly who you're, the guy, fought, yeah, he was, he, tried to do a go around, but then just, just, just helped pull the controls all the way back. <laughs> That, that was they just forgot their yeah, rudders he, existed. Yeah, I, I know that was a little sad to be honest. Because yeah, was. like he fucked up, but then like you know he had, he boxed the landing, so it was full throttle. The plane goes to the right, and yeah, no rudder. And then he's heading towards the hangar at full speed. He's pulled the controls all the way back, so you know he's scared at this point. He's just instant instinct is pulling back, which of course is the wrong thing to do. And it was so sad because Redis is approaching the hangar. Instead of using right rudder to avoid it, he turns the controls 180 degrees to the right, which of course does nothing. It just makes the wing want to bank. But um, thankfully, the guy was fine, apparently, according to the uh, report, which is surprising because um, Cessna 172s, if you crash in that thing, your seat comes off the rail. <laughs> it's an ejector seat. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a not. It is an old plane, man. It's it's not meant. It wasn't crash test uh, crash tested. No, it was as rigorous, rigorously no, as it's, cars nowadays. It's a what a seventy or sixty-five year old aircraft based on a seventy-year-old aircraft. It's based on a Cessna one seventy, I think, which is a tail dragger from the forties or something like that. It's very old. <laughs> yeah. So for some context, a tail dragger is when the aircraft does not have a nose wheel, but it has a castering wheel on the tail. So it's uh, it's sitting with his nose up high. Yeah, it's kind of like World War II style where, yeah, like you steer from the back versus modern aircraft. Like, you know, um, an A380 has like a, what we call a tricycle gear where it uh, the front wheel, it, like the front, the wheel on the front does the steering instead of the wheel at the back. Yeah, that was, I was, anyways, I'm glad the guy was okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I heard, I heard that he was actually flying again, which is good. That's good. he's a stronger man than me if he can fly after that. Oh my god! Yo, that means he's just gonna be a safer pilot later down the line. Oh yeah, because he's never gonna make that mistake ever in his life. Nope. <laughs> well, imagine like the briefings he had to go through with the flight school afterwards to l even let him near an aircraft again. Yep, that's. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a big shot to the ego, but if you can get back in the cockpit and start learning again, mm -hmm. you know. It makes you a better pilot. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, these things happen, and it's got to happen to someone, I suppose. But good on him for sticking with it. Yeah, it's it's like how our, uh, how our instructors and professors always say, you know, learn from others' mistakes before you make your own in aviation. Mm -hmm. Like, that was a mistake he made, but we'll never do it. Absolutely because, not. Or, oh, fingers crossed we'll never do it. Yeah. Because we did learn from his mistake, right? Yeah, what's the old saying? It's like experience is a, is a tough teacher because it gives you the quiz first and the lesson after. I think it's it's life. Life, life is the there tough we go. Yeah, life is a tough teacher because it quizzes you first and gives the yeah, lesson Yeah, yeah, that's it. That being said, um, the goal of this podcast is to just talk about our experiences during flight school, during flying, yeah. and maybe pass some of that knowledge that we've learned onto you guys. Uh, we're not flight instructors or anything, so um, take everything we say with a grain of salt. Uh, and yeah, hopefully we can see you all next week. <laughs>